This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. 2NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel. Now, Sally Lucas, we're off to a wonderful part of the world, a part with some wonderful scenery. The northern part of North America. Certainly. Canada and Alaska, I mean, it's a very popular destination for Australians, really, in general. And it's a wonderful uh, area because you've got lots of unspoilt areas, you know, wilderness, wildlife, but you've still got modern cities. So you've really got a combination of everything. And we have on board with us today a company called Natural Focus Safaris who operate in this area and they offer a whole range of different styles of touring. So I'd like to introduce firstly um, Brenda Downey, who's going to talk about their product in general. And a little bit later on, we'll be talking to Patrick Clementson, who's going to enlighten us on grizzlies, polar bears and orcas. But firstly to Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Hi, Sally. How are you? I'm really well. Well, and listen, what about your company? Let us know a little bit about it so that the audience out there knows who you are and what you do. Okay. Well, um, our company, Natural Focus Safaris, we, we have a major focus on wilderness and wildlife viewing, but we also do all the mainstream um, things as well in Canada. We have the Rocky Mountaineer. We do small ship cruising. Um, which has an also additional focus on, on wildlife viewing and getting up close um, to glaciers and wildlife. Um, and we go right, we have product right across Canada, um, from Vancouver to um, Nova Scotia. Right, and of course, as we set up into Alaska. And yeah. I've just got your brochure in front of me, uh, Brenda, at the moment, and you really do cover the whole gamut because you've got here even dog sledding, hiking, kayaking, Wilderness lodges, as you've mentioned, for viewing, um, camping, um, minibus tours, rail tours. So you really do cover just about all aspects of touring in Canada and Alaska. Yes, we do. We um, we specialize in tailor making our um, itineraries for our clients. Right. And um, so, no matter what their budget or um, what they're wanting to do, um, we can put it together for them. Anywhere from camping, uh, minibus camping, or going to upmarket resorts, um, we can find places that are um, away, um, intimate. Um, some of our uh, resorts, we have one resort actually up in Alaska that only takes 12 clients um, at a time um, for the bear viewing at Katmai Wilderness Lodge. Wow. So things like this, um, it's very important. Um, we know how people's tastes are, might be their first trip to Canada, might be their second or third. Um, we can put it together for them. And as you said, I think it's really important. The planning of a trip is, I, I, to my mind, one of the most important things because the better planning, the more you get out of your holiday. And as you said, you're trying to tailor it to suit people's needs and to suit their style and budget, etc. So it, it really is important that people get down and, and discuss with their agent and, and in turn we discuss with you who are the experts in that field to come together with the, you know, the most suitable itinerary for their needs. Oh, absolutely. It's very important. And all our... Um, operators we know and have been working with over the years so um, we know that our product is going to please that's great and just given uh, the uh, audience some of the ideas that you have for touring maybe if you just want to go through a couple of the um, little um, options in your brochure to get an idea of the sort of places you do and what you what you actually undertake Alrighty. Um, well we have um, we have tours in we're starting with Alaska mm-hmm. um, uh, we have the small ship um, touring in the inside Alaska's Inside Passage. Yes. Um, we have Denali National Park. Yes. Um, 
uh, and also going up to places such as Barrow, where people can dip their t- their toes in the Arctic Sea. Uh. Uh, so, um, and then back down in Canada, we have um, the bear bear viewing. Um, in various different places in Canada. So um, it's not just restricted to British Columbia, um, mm-hmm. depending on where they're going. Um, we use the Rocky Mountaineer, um, going from Vancouver into the Rockies, be it Jasper or Banff. Yeah. Um, we have got some anywhere from two nights to eight nights um, getaways doing the Rockies. Um, and we also have camping through the Yukon. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, places yet... To be discovered and explored. Yes, and there's many of them out there, I'm sure. And oh, yeah. The best time of the year, just to give people an idea, if they're really interested in, in the wildlife side of things, because we're talking about a different variety of animals, from, from bears to whales to, to, to polar bears to grizzly bears, Is there? do they all have different seasons? Is there a better time to go? Um, well, basically any time from, like in, in May and June, um, with the bear viewing, for instance, a lot of the bears come down from their um, hibernation, and they often have cubs with them. Oh, lovely. We're, yeah, and then um, later in the season, August, uh, September, October, we've got um, uh, the bears that are getting fat for winter, and um, the mm. salmon are spawning, they're going up river, and the bears are catching them and getting fat on them. And we also have um, other wildlife um such as um, when we go up to see the polar bears, there's maybe um, Arctic fox, owls, um, ptarmigans, um, other wildlife to see, and the orcas back in on the west coast there. They're all, all through the summer. You can see them at any time. There's actually 37 pods of whales um, uh, through the the Canadian Inside Passage. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? I and mean, we get all excited watching the whales at this time of the year cruising up and down our coastline, but yeah. to think you've got 37 pods just in that area, yeah. it, you, you'd almost be guaranteed to um, whale watch, I would imagine. Yes, oh, absolutely. The company we use um, actually are the, the one company that let all the others know where the whales are. Um, oh, wow. There's very different spots where they um, are they're watched and they know where the pods are. Oh, fantastic. So it's almost a guarantee, isn't it? Yeah. Yep, yep. Absolutely. They're going to see this wildlife. And I guess that will carry on with the other animals as well. I guess your operators know, you know, the best time for your polar bears and grizzlies, oh. and, as you're saying, and all that sort of thing. So when they go on a wildlife holiday like this, can we say they're almost guaranteed to see wildlife every time? Um, well, you can never guarantee on no. wildlife, but and depending on what time of year they go. But um, the people we deal with, uh, the lodges we deal with, have uh, specialists and naturalists, biologists, who um, if there isn't one particular uh, animal around that they may be interested in, there'll yeah. be another. Yes. So, so they'll always see some species anyway. Mm. Fantastic, Brenda. Well, we'll just come back and talk with Patrick shortly about a wonderful itinerary we're going to discuss with the grizzlies, polar bears and orcas. We're talking travel on to NURFM 103.7. And Sally Lucas, we're up in the far north of North America, Canada and Alaska. What a great place to be thinking about at the moment, especially with all that wildlife. Exactly. And I think this particular itinerary is one that should appeal to people, and it's a very special one in the Natural Focus Safaris brochure. And it, it just only operates, I think, is it once a year? 
Yes, it is. Yeah, so it's just a once-off every year, and it's a fully escorted program that does the grizzlies, polar bears and orcas. So I'll let Patrick take over because I haven't done that, Patrick, and you have. So I think it would be lovely if you can just tell us a little bit about your experience on that particular itinerary. Absolutely. Look, I was fortunate enough to travel on that itinerary last year, and it was it was an amazing experience. The trip is very special, as you said, because it can only really operate at the time of year, which is in mid-October. Right. Because this is when the only time that you can actually go up to Night Inlet Lodge and see grizzlies. Yeah. And come across the whole of Canada virtually into the, into Manitoba and see the polar bears. Uh, the trip begins, we fly all the way across to Vancouver and connect up to Campbell River mm-hmm. and have have an overnight stay there, refresh. And the next morning we take a float plane right for 35 minutes into Night Inlet, which is just an amazing area. Um, it's famous for grizzly bears, but yeah. they do offer so much more. Um, at, at that time of year, the yeah. salmon have ended their spawning season, so the bears are very, very picky about what salmon they actually eat. <laughs> they're, they're, it's the John West is the best, is it? <laughs> oh, absolutely. You, we, we were fortunate enough to see them. They would pick them up, look at that, and especially they're not really interested in the males. They'll throw the males back. And they'll, they, they're after the, the, the row from the females oh. and also the, the iron that, that, that comes with, with the, the females. From the females. So absolutely, they're, they're, um, very, very picky. Very selective, aren't yeah, they? That, that, that was amazing. And, and at that time of year, you're up on the stands. So you'll get mm-hmm. two hours on the stands and you get to virtually sit there the whole time. You can click away with your camera or you can just sit there and watch and observe the behavior. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. And do you actually get on the, on the fjord as well? Well, you do. You get to go out. Um, the orcas, is, that's where you see the orcas as well. You actually go up, okay. out, up, up Night Inlet and into Johnson Strait. And we sat, sat tied up with another boat and ate our lunch with two orcas circling around us, probably 35 to 40 metres away, which was just one of those memorable experiences that you just just you, you take with you forever. You do, don't you? I mean, they're, they're irreplaceable memories, those sort of things, and they're, they're, you're lucky to have experienced them. I think anyone that experiences anything like that, I mean, it's fantastic to, to observe them in their natural environment and also not to be fearful. Oh, absolutely. And the standard of guiding is amazing at night. And let you, mm. you, you learn so much about these, these creatures when you're there. And, and a lot of them have, a lot of the guides have got degrees and they'll mm. give you, you interpretive talks about what you're seeing. And, and not only the wildlife, they'll take you on forest walks where you can walk through the forest and see the, the, see where the bears walk on their trails that they, and they've walked on those trails for, for 20 years. So. Yeah, it's, fantastic. It's, it's just one of those amazing experiences. And of course, you've still got things like dolphins and, and lots of bird life, yeah. I imagine. Yes, as well. porpoises, plenty of plenty of yeah. bird life, seals, sea lions, um, mm. and yeah, it's it was just you can even do a jet boat a jet boat ride, which some of the clients did. Wow. came back with their hair all pushed back, and but <laughs> they they had had a ball. So the wind swept lot. Oh, absolutely, and the lodge is very very comfortable. It's situated. It, it is a floating lodge with log cabin style accommodation. Oh wow! But it's all heated and it's very very comfortable. So. Wow, that sounds fantastic. And then after that, you zoom across to the other side. You do. You zoom across to Winnipeg for a night, and then continue on. It's two hours up to Manitou- up to the, uh, Churchill. Churchill, yeah, and Churchill. Churchill is a cold, barren place, but it is just—it is just one of those amazing areas where you're you're looking at this wide-open tundra, and you think, well, how can anything live here? Mm. What the polar bears do, and they—they they were were certainly worth the trip up there. We we spent three full days out on the tundra, 
Wow. And the great thing about this particular trip is that we have our own private tundra buggy. So there was plenty of space to move around the buggy, open the windows, the bears stand up, and, and sometimes they're only two feet away from you. So it, it, was, it was... Is that when you shut the window, Patrick? Well, you certainly do step <laughs> back, and can, otherwise you're going to get bad breath. So. <laughs> Bit of halitosis happening, huh? Oh, absolutely. The, the, bears are, the bears are just getting their metabolisms all getting started after, after hibernating, so they're... They haven't eaten, eaten a lot of, of seals at that time of year, so they're, they're yeah. just starting to get moving. But um, it was it was brilliant, and and the colder it is, the better the better it is for you up there because they're going to be more active. What sort of temperatures are we talking? Oh, it was minus five at, at, okay. during the day, but sometimes yep. it, it crept up to zero. So. Yeah, wonderful. Warm. Yeah, Summer's absolutely. day. <laughs> so it's just a once-off, so people need to know that, that it's only this one time a year. And I think it's the 13th of October this year, is that's, that right? That's correct. It leaves on the 13th of October. And, yeah, it's, it's very much structured around the crossover dates of the of the Of the, t- of the two starting. lots of bears. That's right. Yes. As you say, it's the only time, otherwise you wouldn't get to see both. Yeah, that's right. If you go a week yeah. earlier or a week later, you... you, you it's Virtually miss out. Okay, that's interesting. It's such fine timing, isn't it? And you only take a minimum of about 16 people, do you, on that? Is that that's, right? Uh, a maximum of 16. Sorry, a maximum. Yes. I meant that. Sorry, a maximum that's, of 16. That's, that's correct. So it is a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a small group, yeah. but that's certainly one of the attractions of it. It's, it's very much focused for wildlife viewing, but you do get to learn a lot of other things as well. Up in Churchill, you do go visit the, the Eskimo Museum up there um you will go on a, on a city tour yes. and and learn a bit about the area and the history of the area which is which is quite fascinating certainly with with the polar bears situation that i'm sure everywhere that one's aware of with yes. global warming certainly it, it is a great time to go up and see them um and it, and it is proving to be a very popular trip over the last few years yeah, it's a bit scary the global warming as they're saying you know that areas that normally have frozen over up there for them to get from one feed area to another haven't frozen yeah. and even though they can swim they sometimes drown because they can't swim the, the really long distances yeah, that's exactly right. so we we need to protect them and we need to you know do everything we can i suppose in our environment these days but yes you I guess if you want to see any of these sort of animals that are maybe getting a little bit, you know, uh, more restricted in numbers, now's the time to do it. But, Patrick, thanks very much for coming on today. We've run out of time. I know it just goes so quickly. I appreciate yourself and Brenda for, for coming on board today, and hopefully it's given people an insight on some of this wonderful wilderness area of Canada and Alaska. Okay, thank you, Sally. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick Clemenson. Thank, thank you, you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And Talking Travel will be back next Friday after the 1 o'clock news here on 2NURFM 103.7.